Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like the task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know, Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, and welcome to this episode. We're going to talk about setting boundaries with family and even friends during the holiday times around gift giving and expectations around even how you spend the holidays. We're going to do it about a month in advance. And I want to preface this by saying that this is, it's honestly a year long conversation. It's a year long conversation about sharing and having conversations and communicating with the people in your life who you care about and you are connected to and you live your life with about how you live your life, right? So that it doesn't come off as you trying to be controlling or being ungrateful because none of us want to feel ungrateful toward people who are being generous in giving us things or giving us 
and giving our children things. And um, it, it can be a tricky time of year to navigate it because everything feels more intense this time of year due to the holidays. Okay. So we're going to talk about some major reasons that setting boundaries with your family might be difficult for you. And we'll talk a little bit about what you can do to, to deal with that. Okay. Without being ungrateful and without trying to control your family or make it into a big fight that it doesn't need to be. Okay. So boundaries are really just a way of you protecting yourself. It is not you controlling somebody. It is you saying, this is what I tolerate. This is what I allow into my life. This is what I don't. Um, so feel free to do what you want to do. But as for me, like this is what I need. Right. And so we're going to talk about the, the, the nuances and the subtleties between how you tell your family and friends that, and how you deal with either not dealing with the consequences of not clearly communicating this to them or uh, dealing with the consequences of not having a conversation with them about this sooner or whatever it might be. Okay. Cause there's, there's so many things to consider when you are having these kinds of conversations with family and friends and people who matter to you. Okay. So the, one of the biggest reasons that our generation, I'm going to say, when I say our generation, I mean, those of us who have young children right now, and I'm going to say children like 10 and younger. Okay. Is that there is a big cultural shift. Okay. We are in a generation and we are in a weird time where a lot has changed very fast. It feels like culture right now is evolving at like hyper speed. So we are growing up and we are raising our children in a time that is very different than our parents and our kids' grandparents. Consumerism and materialism even was much more, it was like ramping up when our parents were alive, right? When the grandparents were alive and people who don't have kids 10 and younger right now, materialism specifically, but also consumerism, right? We still deal with consumerism, but a lot of us are a lot on the same page of like materialism is not what we want yet. We're still trapped in consumerism. <laughs> okay. They're different, but materialism used to be more accepted. And that used to be a really big part of the culture is like gift giving, giving people things, little tykes, toys, toy catalogs. Right. And this cultural shift can make it difficult for us as parents to set boundaries with a different generation, a different culture without feeling guilty without feeling judged and oftentimes without even feeling understood or validated or accepted of this, right? Cause some parents, some grandparents are like, well, you know, we're going to do what we want to do and it's difficult to do that. Okay. So I just want to acknowledge that for you. The other reason, another reason there's, we're going to cover about five, four or five. We'll see how I put these together, but the economic factors. Okay. The parents raising children, in this generation are dealing with economic circumstances that people that the generations before us didn't have, or they had it in a different way. Okay. So we know how the economy is right now, but the student loan debt wasn't what it used to be. The housing costs wasn't what it used to be. The weird job market wasn't what it used to be. And there's just a different form of financial stress on us with young children. And it makes it hard for us to relate to people who didn't have that, right? It makes us hard to relate to grandparents who want to give our children things 
because that was their way of showing that they had success, that they had made it right. They were able to afford these things. They were able to buy these things. Um, and that's what was their marker of success, you know, buying their kids, these things, giving these kinds of gifts. And it's not the same anymore, largely because of economics. It's just different for us. We are happy to, you know, there's memes that float around all the time. Like we are happy for you to just pay our electric bill, right. To help us out with groceries. And part of it's a joke, but for a lot of people that is legit. That is exactly what they need help with. They don't need more stuff in their home to make their lives more difficult to manage or their homes more difficult to manage. They need true financial support, right? So it's just a different thing. And the generations before us don't really understand it because they're not raising children in this time. And they are also not raising children in this time where the parental expectations are way higher than they used to be, way more competitive than they, than they used to be. And more expensive, right? The parental expectations to give our kids, not just stuff. I would even argue that our generation now is like, oh, you don't have to give your kids stuff, but there is an expectation that we give really good experiences, right? And those really good experiences are not less expensive or less extravagant. They are often more expensive and more extravagant. So the parental expectations on us to do these things are even higher and it's in our faces all of the time. And not only are those parental expectations on us, but they're on us in a different way because most of us have less community around us, less social support, less familial so family support, right? Ugh, stumbling over my words, but there's just a different expectation around it. And so I want to give you permission right now, because one thing that I see often, and this wasn't in my notes, but I want to say it now that, now that it's coming up is that oftentimes, especially in the motherhood simplified group, people ask, how can I, how can I give my kids gift experiences or yeah, how can I gift my kids experiences or how can I ask for experience gifts? And I know that the intention is to have less stuff and to put more emphasis on, you know, spending time with each other rather than just giving each other pointless stuff. At the end of the day, everybody wants the same thing. They want to have a connection with whoever it is that they're giving the gift to, whether it's a gift of a, an item or a gift of time. But what I see happening oftentimes is, okay, so I'm going to tell my kids that we're not doing gifts this year. We're going to do an experience instead. And they end up going out and spending all of this money on these big, huge experiences that are like extravagant and still almost teaching your kid or giving, I'm not going to say teaching, but giving your kid the same kind of expectation that we didn't get presents, but we went to Disney, right? Or we didn't get presents, but we went and rented a beach house, right? We didn't get presents, but we did this big, huge thing instead. And I just want to give you permission to do less, <laughs> to do less, to have lower expectations for yourself. And I don't mean lower your standards and don't go after what you want. But what I am saying is that if you're seeking simplicity and you're choosing to replace gifts, like physical gifts with an experience, then make sure that you're still matching the standard and expectation that you have. Cause it doesn't do you any good to just replace one financial time, emotional energy, stress with another. So we all want the same thing. Okay. We desire connection. We give gifts because it's an expression of love. We spend time with people because it's an expression of love and you can still give the gift of time 
with weird expectations and icky feelings attached to it. So just be mindful of that. Okay. Um, now the final reason we talked a little bit about social media. So that was kind of the, (laughs) I have these written down. I have six things total, but they kind of bleed into each other. So the final thing that I want to talk about, about why it's so difficult to set these boundaries with family during the holidays is honestly just the, the technical skill of communication, right? Effective communication for boundaries is challenging for anybody because it requires you to know exactly what you're requesting, exactly what you want. It requires you to be very clear on your values. It also requires you to then express that to somebody and express it in a way that they can understand it without coming across as like snarky or controlling or ungrateful. And it's a, it's a technical skill, one that not a lot of us are skilled in. I've taken many communication courses literally on this. There's a, you can go follow him. It's, uh, I'll link it in the description, but I've taken a course called healthy communication 101, uh, communicating your boundaries, communicating your needs, saying no with love. Like I've literally taken courses on this to learn from communication experts. How do I express my needs and my boundaries in an effective way? So oftentimes it just comes down to the language. We don't know how to say it, but it also, in addition to not having the technical skill of the communication, which can be learned, it's very easy to learn, especially if you have scripts, is that oftentimes we are wanting to set boundaries with people around the holidays and around gifts because we're overwhelmed with the situation that we've created in our own home. So we have bought our kids too much stuff, too many clothes, too many toys. We have too much of our own clutter, too many crafts, too many dishes, too many blankets, gadgets, decoration, random stuff in our own house. And so when it gets to holiday time, we are already at the end of our rope, right? We are already maxed out. And so the simplest solution is like telling the other people in your life, don't give us gifts. Or if you do give us gifts, only give us these kinds of gifts. And that takes away from the whole point of a gift being an expression of love, right? Somebody giving you something because they want to give you something and that's it because they were thinking of you because they love you. So, um, that's something to think about too, is that the communication is, is twofold. It's difficult because we don't have the technical skill and it's difficult because we might be trying to communicate a solution to a problem that we created in our own home, but we haven't solved it yet. And one thing that I say every single year, I'm going to put in the description, some past holiday episodes that I've done that you can go listen to. But something I say every single year is that number one, you are the gatekeeper of your home, which means that you decide what comes in and what goes. So that means that if somebody gives you a gift, you don't have to accept it. But it also means for me, and you can feel free to you do this too. For me, it means that I keep enough space in my home to easily accept gifts from people for birthdays, for holidays, for just because, because I don't ever want to tell somebody you, I don't have room for your love, right? I don't have room for your expression of love. I don't have room for your gift. Thanks, but no thanks or thanks and accept it and then donate it immediately. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to accept gifts freely. And I want to have conversations with people in my real life and my everyday life about the things that we want. And I want to tell people 
about the kinds of gifts that we would love to have and open up those lines of communication, which is something that I do. I do it with my friends. I do it with my family. I do it with my kids. And I just straight up ask people, Hey, your birthday's coming up. What would you like me to get you? Right. Or, Hey, your birthday's coming up. And I know you really like X, Y, Z. Do you want me to get you some? Right. And then they can say yes or no. And then I'm opening up the door to that conversation so that they can feel comfortable coming to me and having that conversation with me about what I want and what we want for our family and our kids. So a lot of this is really taking control of your own home and your own autonomy and giving other people the freedom to have their own autonomy as well. And I know that can be difficult if you have family and friends who constantly overstep boundaries or who deny your requests or completely ignore them and say, I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what. That is common. It, It happens a lot and there is a way to deal with it. But I think what I want you to know is that if you are taking control of your home, if you are decluttering your home regularly, if you're creating space in your home for the things that you want, if gifts are important to you, like they are to me, because I love gifts. I think they're an expression of love. It's one of my top love languages to give and receive. Um, then you've got to take control of your home and the stuff inside of it. And you've got to be the one to initiate these kinds of conversations. And it's not always comfortable and people won't always understand you, but you've got to give them the freedom to be their own person too and understand that they might not have the same values as you. They might still love and subscribe to the values of materialism, right? They might subscribe to over going overboard for all gifts and going into debt to buy gifts when you don't, and they're allowed to do that. And if they decide to give you that stuff, you're allowed to say, thank you. And then donate it. Or you're allowed to say, um, Hey, this year was a lot next year. Can we do things differently? Or even, Hey, last year was really a lot for us. Can we do it differently this year? There's so many ways to have these conversations. And I just want you to know that, that you have a lot more control than you think you have a lot more ability than you think. And in general, assuming that you have a healthy relationship or at least a healthy ish relationship, people want to give you what you want and people want to be helpful and people want to be supportive. And yes, you will always have people in your life who don't get it and step over your boundaries. And you feel like you constantly have to be butting up against them. That's going to happen too but you can do something about it. So in the description, there are links to past holiday episodes that I've done. Um, Feel free to listen to them. I haven't listened to them in a long time. And so I'm always curious, like, have I changed my mind on some things? Maybe I have, right? I've done an episode on like why I don't give my kids the gift of experience. Um, I I don't do experience gifts for my kids. Uh, When I recorded that was like five years ago and I'm maybe changing my mind about it this year. Maybe, but probably not. Um, (laughs) Some other holiday episodes, just little tips and tricks for getting through the holidays with less, with less consumerism, with less guilt, with less feeling bad. Go listen to those. And if you want a whole like step-by-step process for how to communicate these and get scripts and examples of how to use this language to communicate with your family, like when someone offers you something that you don't want, right? If somebody gives you hand-me-downs that you don't want, how do you say no to that with love, right? When you want to start sharing with people your lifestyle change around decluttering, right? And you want to communicate that to them, right? If you want to tell people, hey, we're doing things differently and I'd love to be, I would love for you to be a part of it with us. 
or if you have upcoming birthdays or holidays and you know that your family or friend is going to get you too much and you want to get ahead of it, if you need to establish a boundary for somebody who you've told all of these things to and they just don't listen to you, then there's a simple course for you in the description of this episode. It is actually a part of a little bundle. It's like sentimental sentimental item decluttering and memory boxes, how to make those gifts and special occasions, including how to handle gifts from family and friends that give you too much, how to ask for experienced gifts and how to do special occasions and birthdays in a way that's meaningful to you. It's $17. You get all of that. You get a bunch of scripts. You get exactly how to use the scripts. You get a clutter-free gift guide. Um, as well as, like I said, I included sentimental items in here just because, um, I felt like it, I felt like it fit for some reason, (laughs) how to create your memory boxes with your kids, probably because holidays often have a lot of sentimental items and stuff like that. Um, but it's $17. You can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash, uh, gifts, I believe gifts, and you can get it there. Otherwise just go to the description of this episode and you can get that. It's only $17 yours for life. Use it all year round so that even if it's a little bit too late to use this year, you can use it all year until next holiday season or until the next birthdays that you have in your family and happy decluttering and happy holidays and happy setting boundaries to you. If you love this episode, yay, I'm so happy. And if you loved it and found it helpful, please share it with a friend. You can also share it with a family member. If you're like, hey, family member, listen to this. We need to talk about this. Feel free to send it to them too. I love it when you tag me in your Instagram stories and I will see you on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.